Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. Welcome back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. You can find the podcast all over the place, including Spotify. You can find it right there in Apple Podcasts and, of course, right there on the front page of the WDBO app. And join me on the radio every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Outside of O-Town, be sure to stream us in the WDBO app. Well, you know, one of my most fave childhood memories is going to spring training baseball games. Absolutely loved it. You know, living up north and coming down to Florida back in the day to watch the Minnesota Twins at Tinker Field in Orlando or the Boston Red Sox in Winter Haven, the Tigers in Lakeland, the Dodgers over in Vero Beach in Dodger Town. It was magical to me as a kid. I mean, magical because, I mean, it was, it was very, very casual. You could get close to these guys, walk into the ballpark, watch them practice. And for a sports-crazed kid back in the day, as I was, it was heaven absolute heaven on earth. Now, yes, things have changed. Spring training in both Florida and Arizona have become huge money makers. It's become much more corporate and much less personal. But look, it's simply a sign of the times. I get it. I accept it. Don't have to like it, but I accept it. I also don't have to like the fact that we really don't have any spring training in the Orlando area anymore. The nearest team is the Detroit Tigers over in Lakeland, but it's all part of the immigration south and southwestward especially to find less volatile weather and, and more of these sweetheart deals that these teams have gotten in South Florida over the last number of years. So speaking of spring training here, last week a columnist in the Washington Post sought to cancel spring training here in the Sunshine State. This guy by the name of Kevin Blackstone is calling for Major League Baseball to boycott spring training in Florida because of Governor Ron DeSantis, because of his, quote, hostile approach to the politics of the left. <laughs> when in doubt, cancel, right? Here we go again with the left-wing corporate media in this country. This guy writes this, quote, Baseball can no longer ignore Ron DeSantis's culture wars. Fifteen franchises that started spring training last month in Florida should consider making the annual exercise an all-Arizona affair, he said, pulling hundreds of millions of dollars from Florida's economy. This guy in the Washington Post claims that Ron DeSantis is attacking diversity in Florida. By the way, maybe you've seen this guy, Kevin Blackstone. He's on ESPN quite a bit. He's also a professor of journalism at the University of Maryland, which probably doesn't shock any of you. Blackstone argued that the same Florida that was home to Jim Crow laws was coming back under Governor Ron DeSantis. Don't you love that one, too? Huh? 
The columnist claims that DeSantis's drive against extremist gender and race ideology via the parental rights and education law is, quote, an attack on diversity. Wow. You really want to go there, Kevin? You want to go there, huh? The state of Florida is going to pull graphic depictions of anal sex from elementary school libraries, and that's an outrage, huh? It's amazing. It, it, it's the whole feeding into the stereotype of DeSantis hates blacks and gays. It's amazing. You, you have a lot of ignorant people believing this nonsense on the left. And yes, the governor did nix a high school African-American studies curriculum here in the state. But this was an African-American studies class that was fraught with CRT and queer theory and other CRT zaniness. Truth is, we have a governor in the great state of Florida who fights a culture that has become out of control. Case in point, this Washington Post column. And remember when President Biden was irresponsible enough to call the new elections bill that was eventually signed into law in Georgia as Jim Crow in the 21st century? Remember that? He called it an atrocity, saying that the Justice Department is, quote, taking a look at the then new law. Well, they've taken a look and everything's fine. It's typical left-wing race-baiting garbage. Play the race game. That's what it is. It's about playing the race game, and that way the conversation is stopped. Remember when Major League Baseball, back in 2021, pulled its all-star game out of Atlanta in protest of Georgia's so-called new restrictive voting laws, right? And by the way, the way the media and Democrats describe these new laws as restrictive? Give me a break. These new laws required ID for mail-in voting and made it illegal to take food or water to voters in line. That's what they meant by restrictive? Are you kidding? That's unbelievable. The media and the left got away with this restrictive label. And then, all of a sudden, Major League Baseball gets into the act by taking away the All-Star game from the city of Atlanta, Georgia. A horrendous decision that I'm sure Major League Baseball regrets today. Baseball knew full well about the new election laws in Georgia, that they were sound, and yet they fell into that woke trap and moved the game to Denver, taking with it an estimated 70 to $80 million in economic impact for the city of Atlanta. And by the way, the percentage of population that is black in Atlanta, roughly about 50% or so, 50%. The estimated black population in Denver, Colorado, 9%. So who did Major League Baseball hurt the most by taking that all-star game out of Atlanta a few years ago? The same people that they proclaim to be protecting. Absolute insanity. And by the way, if those new voting laws in Georgia were truly Jim Crow-like racist, then why is it that Georgia voters shattered the 2.5 million mark in terms of ballots cast in the midterm elections back in November. Those were presidential election level numbers in Georgia because the same turnout for the midterms back in 2018 in the Peach State was roughly about 1.8, 1.9 million. Why is that? One would think if we were truly going back to those horrible Jim Crow days that the numbers would dwindle in 2022. That certainly was not the case. And you hear columnists like this guy Blackstone at the Washington Post and President Joe Biden and others on the left throwing around the Jim Crow term. Do they really know what they're talking about here? Or are, as I suspect, are they looking to race bait and draw attention to themselves? With the Jim Crow laws back in the day, you're talking about a stain on our nation's history. These laws were basically a collection of state and local statutes 
that legalized racial segregation. And they existed, unfortunately, for about 100 years, from post-Civil War to around 1968. In many places, especially in the South, they were laws that detailed when, where, how black people could work and for how much compensation. They were a legal way to put black citizens in indentured servitude, basically, to take away voting rights, to control where they lived and how they traveled and to seize children for labor purposes. It was horrible. Do you see any of that today? Let me know. I'll point it out. I mean, you're talking about public parks were forbidden by black people to enter. Theaters, restaurants were segregated. Segregated waiting rooms in bus and train stations were required. Water fountains, restrooms, building entrances. You name it, elevators, cemeteries, even amusement park cashier windows. These Jim Crow laws forbade African Americans from living in white neighborhoods. Horrible despicable, a stain in our nation, like I said. And that's why when you have people like this Washington Post columnist, Kevin Blackstone, and the president of the United States and many on the left throwing around the term Jim Crow, it is the height of egregious irresponsibility. Now, granted, we still have a ways to go in terms of racial relations, but come on, come on. My goodness, comparing Jim Crow laws of yesterday to today's America is just wrong. It is dead wrong. We have made great strides in this country and continued to make them despite the irresponsible left's consistent race baiting. So look, spring training in Florida, it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. And for this Washington Post columnist to call for Major League Baseball to boycott Florida is laughable. And hopefully, hopefully others are wising up to this woke left wing mob mentality that has also become laughable. That's going to do it for the Inez Says Podcast today. You can find me on the radio every single weekday morning, Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.